It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The NBA season gets started Monday with the annual Media Day. Then the following day, the Pacers open camp, and for the first time, they'll do so under new head coach, Nate McMillan. But this past week, the Pacers held their annual golf outing, benefiting the Pacers Foundation. Before the guys teed it up, took to the course, and had a great time on a beautiful day. A few reporters, including myself, had a chance to talk with Pacers President of Basketball Operations, Larry Bird. Some of the things that were hit on were Jeff Teague, his health and what he anticipates from him in the early going. How about team chemistry? This team could have as many as seven new players on the roster. He clarified what he wants as far as the offense goes and playing more up-tempo. Bird hit on Paul George, Miles Turner, and two of the latest pickups in Aaron Brooks and Kevin Serafin. Here's that conversation with Pacers president, Larry Bird. Everybody but Paul was kind of around the facility the last couple of months. How encouraging, with so many new pieces, how encouraging is that for you going into well, a new season? Well, we got a lot of young guys, and they've been here about every summer. We usually have six, you know, six to seven guys. But this year, with all the new guys, they came in, they want to get acclimated, and uh, they were around, putting in a lot of hard work, and I think they're ready to go. How different is this team going to look with Jeff kind of running the show for you? Well, Jeff, Jeff's will get the basket more. Um, he'll get fouled, uh, go to the line, uh, distribute the ball. Uh, we're going to get the ball in his hand to let him make plays for the other guys. Where are you at with Jeff right now? What's he been able to do? What's the expectations for him going into the season um, physical-wise? You know, I don't really know because we haven't had two a days, but uh, in the workouts, he looks fine. He's been playing the last, I think, week or two. Um, uh, it's encouraging, but, um, you know, when you start two a days, things could change. But uh, from all indication, it looks pretty good. <clears throat> Larry, about half the roster is different from a year ago. You have a new coach. Um, you've got training camp, but there's only a certain amount of time. How can the guys meld and build chemistry before game one? And I know it'll continue after the season starts, but how can you get a decent amount of, of the chemistry with well, most half a new good. team? Well, the starters are all veterans. They'll come together pretty quick. It might take a while, but, but I anticipate getting out the gate pretty well. There's a lot of talent. We've got um, a lot of players are similar in, in the fact that the talent-wise are pretty equal, so it's going to be interesting to see how it all works out. But we have some guys that's worked out very hard this summer and improved their games, and we'll see where it all works, uh, fits in. You know, um, but I'm excited about all of it. Sorry, do you feel like this, this team is a little better uh, positioned to be able to do the up-tempo things that you wanted to do? Well, you know, that gets carried away. Uh -huh. I mean, if you go back and see what I originally said, it's just the typical press, you know, trying to blow things out proportion. <laughs> I would like to score 105 points a game. I like to keep our defense very strong, but anytime you give up more, score more points, you're going to give up some. We understand that. But we'd like to have a better brand of basketball, get up and down the court, uh, pack in the rim, and, and um, you know, have Having uh, guys to be able to make outside shots. 
Paul becomes eligible to maybe restructure his contract next week. Uh, he mentioned that there have been some initial conversations. Where have those conversations gone? And, well, and, is, there, and is there a real possibility? You know, I, don't, I know he don't want to talk about it all year. I don't either. Uh, we want Paul to appear, and we know what's going to cost and what's going to take. So if Paul wants to get a deal done, we will. Uh, you know, it's max deal. <laughs> no others. So there's no use talking about. If he wants it, he's got it. Right. I mean, but there's been. I guess I should read. Has there been conversations about whether you could max him out starting next week, or whether or not to wait until he becomes an official free agent? Well, it's up to Paul. You know, I mean, we, we do whatever he wants to do. Uh, he's proven that he's a max player. He's our, our best player, and uh, if he wants a new contract, whenever he wants it, we'll give it to him. What do you see Miles doing ahead of the season? By all accounts, he had a tremendous offseason. Miles is going to be spectacular this year. He's making a major leap. He's going to have some games where he's not as, as good as others, but overall, uh, he's going to be a lot better player. What was the, what, what were the things that you heard after him going to the USA camp, knowing how much that helped guys like Paul and Kyle Lowry and DeRozan guys who had been in that well, camp? Well, yeah, when you when you go to them camps, that's the best of the best uh, usually. Uh, I know there's some players there that. Uh, Maybe we're not considered consider the best, but uh, when you get all the great players together like that, you get better, you learn things, you, you see tendencies, uh, how guys work, uh, their demeanor for games. Uh, so the Olympic experience is, is a great experience in itself, but you do learn things. Is there any concern about trying to manage Paul because he was playing at the high level this summer in the Olympics or does that now okay. he's taking his time off he you know mentally uh, I think he's ready to go I can't speak for him but I played in the Olympics and probably played about as many minutes as Paul did and uh, when you know you're going to win it makes it a lot easier so you don't get <laughs> mentally drained a lot of guys have had a boost coming off the, the uh, Olympics you kind of expect anything like that from Paul I don't know, you know, I mean, Paul's Paul, he, he's, uh, he played very well over there, he played well in their practice, uh, he's a talented player, I think Paul will be fine, he's one of the top players in the league, and um, I, I look for him to lead this team to, to great heights, I think we've got enough talent here to uh, do well, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of new faces, a lot of new coach, but... Uh, Nate's ready. He's been there before, so we'll see what happens. How, how has Nate trying to establish a rapport with the new guys and also, you know, going into it a different role with the Yeah, guys he's been around, but he can't really coach. They can put him through drills and things like that, but that's not really coaching. But you can um, talk to the players just like he always has, but they look at him as a head coach. They respect him. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it all works out because my only concern is I think we have too much talent in some areas. Um, not that they're all-star players, but they're all basically the same, and we'll see how that works out. Do you have concerns for shooting on this team, outside shooting? Not really. I, I, I know uh, Monte and Stucky's not looked up on his three-point shooters, but uh, C.J. Miles can get hot from there. Joe Young can shoot the lights out when he gets going. Uh, even uh, Glenn Robinson has really improved from three-point line this summer. Uh, and you just go around. Uh, Thaddeus Young can make threes. He's proven it in practice. Uh, uh, 
you know, Aaron Brooks can make threes. Uh, so uh, I'm not really concerned about Jeff Teague. Uh, shoots it pretty well. So you know, I'm not really concerned about that much. I mean, everybody's got their problems. I mean, every team in the league has got some areas where they're not going to be as good. But as long as we can score some points this year, we'll be fine. Larry, there were, there were two guys that you signed um, veterans after we had talked to you on, about the initial uh, acquisitions uh, with Aaron Brooks and Karen Silverfield. Why did you target those guys and what will make them uh, could make them key contributors for the yeah. season. Well, we always liked Aaron. I mean, he, he makes shots, makes tough shots. He's not afraid of the big, big time shot at the end of the game. Uh, Kevin is a player that I always admired. I remember the first question I asked him, "What the hell happened to you?" Because when he came out in the draft, I was very high on him. I thought he was going to have a top career and and really keep moving forward. And and um, came in and we we bring him in. They work out a little bit, but it's not you know a showcase or anything. We already know what they can do. But I just wanted to talk to him. And uh, see where his head was at, and what he really wants to do, and uh, he wants to be here. He's a talented kid. I mean, he can he can get some things done for us. And uh, I told him there's probably going to be playing time. He's got to go get it. He seemed. I mean, what 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 did he tell you that, that gave you? I guess enough. Well, I don't want to get into all that. But, <laughs> but my concern was what happened. You know, I, I know he's got a lot of talent. He's just 26 years old. He still has time. And, and I like him. I think, he, I think he can help us. He's active. He's big. He's strong. And uh, he's good to have uh, Miles to beat up on every day. I know when the first guy in the first day of practice, Miles was inside. The second day, Miles was shooting threes. So you can tell how physical he is. You talked a little bit about Paul and his contract situation. What are you trying to do at this point, if anything, with Jeff? Well, we I mean, ain't gonna get the contract. You know, you guys want to talk about contracts all the time. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> I mean, we want Jeff to be here. Yes, yeah. we traded for him. You know, and same with George Hill. He was on his last trip with Hill. So, you know, I mean, this contract stuff will take care of itself. We like to have both of them back, but you never know what happens. I, I, I know Nate is different than Frank. Both philosophy and as just guys in general, but how, how is it a point that Nate has to be different from Frank in some areas, or do you want him to sort of develop his own sort Frank's, of? Frank's uh, uh, Nate. <laughs> Nate, Nate's got it. Nate's got his own style. I know his style. I know how he coaches. I like how he coaches. I like his demeanor. I like how he handles players. So, uh, you know, starting Monday, it's his team. He can take on whatever he wants. Uh, that's why I step out of the way. But, but he knows. Uh, we, we talked about it over the years of how I like to play, uh, how I like the team to be ran. Um, I like players to be handled accountable. You know, all the things. And then, and he's showing over the years he's done that. So it'll be great. How much of a, how much did you learn about me that maybe wasn't completely there when you were going through the interview process and looking for the next coach? I mean, I know he's been around the, the, the right. facility for a couple of years, but was there anything that you learned or gleaned in interviewing him that, you know, gave you assurances that he was the right man? No, I, you know, I, I didn't go in 100% thinking Nate was the guy, but I've always liked Nate. I liked him when he was in Seattle and Portland. I liked him as a player. I always liked his demeanor. Everything that he brings out is what I like in a, in a player and a coach. And uh, so I didn't have to look far. You know, I talked to some other people uh, briefly and told him that my, my thinking was probably going to stay in-house, but wasn't 100% sure. But, uh, you know, it wasn't like I sat down with Nate. I sort of knew that he was my guy before I went out. You, you mentioned 
you mentioned uh, before free agency started, even before the draft, that of all people, Dan Burke was your top free agency target. Always has been. Why do you, why do you love Dan, and why is he essential to make to keep on staff regardless of who the head coach is? Yeah, because Dan's been been with me since I coached, and we brought him in from Portland. Uh, Dick Carter's the best defensive coach I've seen in this league, and Dan learned under him. And I ain't gonna say it's a carbon copy because nobody can replace Dick, but it's very similar. He demands guys to play hard on the defensive end. You got to win with your defense, and he's proven that over the years that uh, his defense will get things done. Uh, even a few years ago when we were winning and getting the Eastern Conference, we were guarding people, and that's what we got to do. Uh, like I say, though, if you're going to score more points, you probably give up a little bit more, but but he'll still stay on them and uh, get them to play the best they can. So I'm not saying Frank didn't have something to do with that either, but uh, Dan's always been my guy, and I hope he's here forever. As always, I'll be providing daily coverage over on VigilanceSports.com and throughout my various social media channels. On all of them, you can find me at Scott Agnes.